It's Kitchen Table Spirituality, a Wednesday night devotional. I'm Jonathan Malone. I pastor the First Baptist Church in East Greenwich, Rhode Island. And I'm Pastor Charlie Eastman of Pilgrim Congregational Church in Southboro. How are you tonight? Southboro, Massachusetts, right? Oh, yeah, I should should have delineated that. Yeah. Southboro, Massachusetts. There probably is a Southboro in Rhode Island. A lot of these New England, uh, what's the word, states, share town <laughs> names. Yeah, yeah. But we we uh, actually made sure there is no Providence in any other New England state. Oh, why would there be? Yeah, there was one in New Hampshire, but Rhode Islanders went and sacked it. Oh, and as well they should have. As well we should have. That was in uh, 1763, just for okay. those who want to, who are keeping track at home. You got to teach those lake people who's boss. Yeah, the seven, six, 1763 sacking of Providence, New Hampshire. <laughs> Kill the Lake Landers. No, that's not fair. <laughs> Oh, not, why a, couldn't they? Seriously, there was a Providence, New Hampshire? No, I made that whole thing this up. Whole I have no idea. Fiction. Lovely. Yeah. I'm sorry. I broke the fourth wall. Well, that, that's. I'm glad you did because there might have been some, some, angry. some people. Yeah. So like, I didn't know that happened, and now I'm angry that it did. My or, grandfather I, died at the Battle of Providence, <laughs> and I am sick of your insinuations. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, well... Happy Monday, we, Jonathan. Happy, yeah, happy Monday for us, Wednesday for us. night for everyone that's listening, but that's oh, okay. That's right. Oh, I keep breaking the fourth wall. You are. I'm the yeah, worst. Boy. Well, mm. Charlie, I'll keep you, though. Thank you. I mean, one, I of the things I, one of the things I love about this is this is a, a cross-state uh, enterprise. Yes, it is. In no this quarantine time of, for us. We're, yeah, we're and it, it, in this time of isolation, mm. it's good to see that we could still reach across our state boundaries and do things together. That's right. It's it's lovely that Massachusetts people are still willing to talk to people from Rhode Island, in spite of the way you drive when you're in our state. Do we drive badly or I'm what? kidding. Every every state vilifies people from outside their states driving. It's when I was in Connecticut, you saw somebody with New York plates, and you go, Ooh, "New York driver." <laughs> Whereas in Massachusetts, right. you're like, "New York driver, that's a revenue stream. Bring him in." I don't yeah, know. right. Anyway. The thing I found with uh, Rhode Island drivers is they're really polite, at least the ones I encounter, mm-hmm. where if I'm trying to pull out, make a left-hand turn, people will stop and let me pull out and make that left-hand turn. Interesting. And it's polite to a disconcerting level because mm. now we're starting to disobey the rules the right away. <laughs> you, you know, that's, yeah, <laughs> that can be challenging. I know your heart's in the right place, but would yeah. you just go? Yeah. So don't, yeah, please don't, don't wait for me. Don't wait. <laughs> Uh, Charles, do you have news for your for your church community? Anything going on? Boy, that you... don't I? Yeah, we had a first Sunday that was just That's a great right. celebration this past Sunday. I arrived at the church and there was a lovely welcome banner, uh, oh. which you can see on the church website and the Facebook okay. page. Church website www.pilgrimchurch.us. How about wow. that? Wow. So you can check it out there, and um, it, it was a lovely service. I did a short in-person communion service, live-streamed on YouTube. First time I've done live-streaming on YouTube. Oh, okay. We'll have, have to you talk done about that, that off... No, but we could talk oh, about that offline. Oh, it was terrifying. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, and so right. then, then we had a lovely fellowship time. Uh, we've had meetings uh, Monday. By the time you hear this uh, Tuesday, I'm, I'm feeling in the throes of putting together worship and connecting with people and calling right. people for caring issues and just trying to get to know everybody. It's that exciting honeymoon period. I'm really yeah. loving it. So well, that feels great. You know, and I, 
Well, we'll come back to this, I'm sure, but there there, there must be a, an extra silver lining to in this time of, of coronavirus and isolation to have this new injection of, of spirit and joy to really help that sense of community. I but I'm sure so. we'll come back to that. Oh, oh, oh foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah right? Your turn um, this week. So, yeah. How about I, East Greenwich? What's going on? What's going on? So we are still... Oh. Doing yeah, what's going on? Yeah, I know it's uh, we're doing our usual stuff. This again, this next weekend is going to be kind of a little bit quieter. We uh, will have youth group on um, Sunday, senior high youth group Sunday at three o'clock. Mm-hmm. I've got some great online games for us to play. Ooh, so um, you know, check that information out for that. And you as you and we'll have our Sunday morning worship and our fellowship cafe, our coffee hour on Zoom afterwards. That's that's becoming just a fun time to get together. Wonderful. And otherwise, we're we're plugging along, keeping things moving. It's really interesting how much these congregations seem to want to be together, isn't it? Sometimes it, at this point in the year, you'd get to this moment, people say, oh, there's so much to do at church, I just need a break. And now it's completely flipped, and people yeah. are really in joy with one another, enjoying each other's faces and, and time and voices, and it's... yeah. Talk about silver linings. It's lovely. Well, let's talk about that more. Let's stay with right. that. Let's get into it. Yeah, because that's our, our topic today is community. Ooh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and I picked this topic. You did. Um, and because what, one of the main themes or the major themes we keep hearing is how we're isolated. Mm. You know, and, and we're all, we have to be in our homes um, we can't, you know, our kids can't play with their friends, uh, school's not happening, and any kind of connection is uh, via social media for the most part. And um, it's not good for us to be alone. Right. I think that's in the Bible somewhere, isn't it? Hmm. It is not somewhere good in the... for man to be alone? Do you mean that? Yeah. One? Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's near the beginning. That's, that's in the Genesis. Yeah. We know, yeah. We know it's not called the Genesis. I'm just kidding. That's actually how I refer to all the books of the Bible: the Genesis, the Exodus, the Leviticus, oh, nice. the Numbers. The do you know? It's and you research them on the internets. That way, on the on the internets. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I was going to say Scripture does have some interesting visions of community, and uh, yeah. I thought we might start with the Fellowship of the Believers from from Acts. Oh, I thought the Fellowship of of the Believers was written by Tolkien. Nope that's a that's the Ring, the oh. Fellowship of the Ring. I've been reading the wrong book in church all this time. No, oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> Tolkien was a was a was an engaged and Christian thinker. Um, let's let's just step back from that ledge. Uh, yeah. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes, ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all people. And the Lord added to the number daily those who were being saved. And I love this passage as a vision of Mm. community. And the poor church has been laboring for thousands of years trying to live up to this perfect ideal ever since. Yeah. Frustratingly yeah. so sometimes. I, at different areas, I, I, I am always, not to 
digress with this passage too much, but it's oh, no, interesting. Oh, no, digress. How, digress. Well, well, some focus on the awes and wonders being done and say, mm-hmm. so we need to be performing signs and wonders. Yep. Some focus on the Lord added to their numbers and say, unless your church is growing, then it's not a church. Exactly. Um, some focus on they shared all things in common and say, unless we're socialists, we're not a church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and others say, you look at the breaking bread and sharing and saying, unless you're having a potluck dinner, you're not a church. I feel like you've done a sermon series on this passage already. Well, I've just done one sermon on oh, it. Oh, good for you. Yeah, that would be... And it, it, but you know, maybe people have forgotten. It, it's been a couple of weeks since I preached on this passage. Okay. Well, this is a great <laughs> post-Easter passage because this is yeah. the sign of hope is that the community exists when Jesus is gone, which is mm-hmm. the thing that shouldn't have happened. That's why this movement is different from some other religious movements in the world where, where there's a triumphant head of the organization, whereas for us as Christians, our, our main guy kind of died right at the beginning. Oh, at well, least well, hold on. We, we still have the external. Pope. Yeah, I, not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> I, so I reiterate, the main guy died at the beginning of the movement, and the whole the whole after movement of that is what we build in his name. So I, right. I appreciate this idyllic version of what the community was like, but if you look at the rest of the New Testament, you are chastened and realize quickly, this is not mm-hmm. how anything remained. Right. Yeah. And just read either of the Corinthians or Galatians... <laughs> Read practically Ephesians. every other word after the Gospels in the New Testament, and you realize yeah. we were in conflict, we were living all over each other, we were doing things poorly, we were excluding each other. Um, I, I'll bet there were moments of the early church that were far worse than what's going on in the Zoom, mm. Zoom churches of today. I, yeah, I, I, I'm sure. And even today, there are churches, we've referenced it in past episodes, that there are, there are churches that are you know, struggling that could be harmful and hurtful. Uh, you know, so it, it's not, we can't take it for granted that just because you are part of a church that you are in a good community. Newsflash. Yeah, <laughs> right. Now, luckily, you and I both serve churches that are good communities. They're fantastic in so many ways. They're, yeah, they're amazing. Shall we count them? I, I couldn't even begin. I'm still no, learning I'm... all the ways that Pilgrim is fantastic. That's, but, that's right. But the church I was at previously, before this one, was fantastic in so many ways. So mm-hmm. these, these congregations have more than just charm. There's, there's real good work happening in spite of what we're facing today. Right. And I wanted to really have today be almost a celebration of community oh, cool. and a call for us to continue to be deliberate in being a community. I love that, and I want to amplify it by talking about the reality of the community. Uh, One of the tendencies we use uh, when we're working online is to call things virtual and say, Mm. this is, Mm -hmm. as soon as you call it virtual, you you make it other or different or, in my opinion, not real. That's kind of what virtual means. For me, the communion that I celebrated with people on Sunday morning was communion. It was yeah. not virtual communion. And I know virtual is a buzzword right now, and it's it's useful in marketing certain things. But if you do communion online, you did communion. If if Jonathan and I pray mm-hmm. with you here online, we're praying with you. This is, it's prayer. It's not virtual prayer. So I guess I, yeah. I more than semantics, I want us to recognize that it's it's enough. 
the things we're doing are are enough and right and good, and I'm preaching too much. Take it away, Jonathan. No, well, I want to add to that. Well, first, I want to say anytime anyone misuses the word literally... Oh, did I do that? Already? No, you didn't. Oh, good. But you just made me think that oh, a good response yes. might be, what you mean is virtually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It virtually took my head off. <laughs> We're gonna, I'm going to make Not that a, a common use of, of the word. Okay, good. I'm going to do what I can. But also made me think of um, one of my favorite um, ecclesiological passages, passages speaking to the essence of the church, mm-hmm. is Matthew 18. And I'm, speak, I'm speaking a little more slowly so I can find it in time. <laughs> hey, while Jonathan's um, looking for Matthew 18. Yeah. No, oh, so Matthew 18, verse 20. Okay. Uh, and it's, a, it's almost proof texting, but I think it still works. I could put it in the bigger context. But Jesus is saying, he's talking about, you know, what happens when there's people having arguments and dissension in the community. Yes. Um, but he says, for where, there, where two or three are gathered in my name... I am there among them. Mm-hmm. And, and we can read that in a way to say it has to be physical gathering. Yeah, I guess. But if, if we are literalists in every sense of the word, but if we think about it in a sacramental sense, going, I'm going beyond virtual, mm-hmm. Charlie, if I may. Please I'm do. going to the sacramental. Please do. In that sense that God promises that when two or three gather and remember in, in the name of Christ, to be present amongst them. Mm-hmm. And I think God can do that despite our, differ- our distance. Oh, I, yeah, I, I wholeheartedly believe God can do that despite our distance. I, I feel such a, you know, at the beginning of these calls, before Jonathan and I start connecting, we, we go on a bit before we start, not connecting, before we start recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, we spend right. time connecting that to me, we almost have to say, okay, okay, we need to focus on the recording because we'd be too busy just hanging out and sharing. We are actually doing that. Yes, there yeah. are miles between us. There have to be. But we are actually connecting with each other. And I think, I think it's vital to remember. Yeah. Can, I, can I go back on your, on your scripture choice here, though? There's some sure. really helpful advice here. Um, if your brother or sister sins, I'm, I'm, I'm at verse 15 mm. in a slightly different translation. Oh, you got there fast, If your huh? brother or sister sins, <laughs> go point out their fault just between the two of you. If they listen yeah. to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses, etc., etc. Um, I This is so true for online interactions, if something doesn't go right and you need a sidebar, a, a separate conversation with somebody else, I'd say a really good safe church practice would be to wait till the conversation is over and mm. contact that individual directly. Do not yeah. shame people in Zoom or Google Hangouts or all these different venues. It's just as bad as doing it in, per- in, in person. Now, I'm not yeah. pointing this out because I've seen it happen. I'm just aware that it can happen, and I think this proximity to the passage you were celebrating at verse 20 made it helpful yeah. to grab and remind us the, the phrase is the beloved community. So if we're going to treat each other like we're part of the beloved community, then these admonitions for dealing with challenges in the church really need to be taken seriously in the online church as well. Yeah. The ch- sorry, the church that happens to be online. i got to watch right. my own words. Nice. There we go. Nice. So 
And one of the things that I think uh, a real benefit of being a part of a of an active church community or an active worshiping community is that when this happened, we already had the tools to be able to be connected. That's right. To be with each other, and and yeah, and when we have those moments of praying with each other, and especially when we do the Lord's Supper, mm-hmm. uh, and and luckily we're in those church traditions where we can still do that. We don't have to. We're not trapped in doctrinal quagmires like Catholics and Episcopalians are right now. And I pray for them. Are they really? Um, are they in the quagmires? Well, they can't do Eucharist, so it's not Eucharist because they're not bodily there. Oh, I right. understand. I understand. Okay, but we but we have the we're at a place where we say, at your home and where I am, we're gonna together talk through the Lord's Supper. I'm gonna eat, you're gonna eat, I'm gonna drink, you're gonna drink, yep. and we know that something more is happening, and we are now connected in a more profound and intimate way. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that's that's a really important part of community is intimacy. Now, I don't mean intimacy in like a physical romantic sense, but in that sense where you can call someone and you already have a relationship there and it's grounded in a faith language and aspect that you can say, this has been really hard for me. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to put up on, put up on a, fa- a facade. You don't have to try to explain it. The other person can just hear you and say, yeah, I get that. Can I pray for you? And you know that they're coming from a sincere place, and it has meaning. Like that aspect of community, it's more than just, hey, let's just talk and let's just connect. But it's being able to be vulnerable in the midst of each other and fully in the presence of God. That's life-saving. That is. And that's those are skills we should have all the time. But maybe you can use this buffer of being online, either through a screen or mm-hmm. through the phone, to make that a little bit more comfortable, since New Englanders are not... Um, classically yeah. at peace with non-romantic intimacy. <laughs> yeah, where where would we find people who are at peace <laughs> with non-romantic intimacy? They're all in California, aren't they? <laughs> oh, I assume that's oh, a West gosh. Coast virtue. I, I don't know. Just as someone yeah, who's never I've, had it. <laughs> right. Eternally that's, here on the East Coast, I assume that's a West Coast thing, but I don't know. There's, there's places that's, in the world. That sounds right. People write in um, and let us know where you would find that. Yes. So, because Charlie and I want to make sure that if for ever any reason we have to move again, God forbid, yeah. we don't go to those areas. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapped in our discomfort. Right, right. We can only... But, you know, I've been so encouraged. I try to call people every day. Good. And usually I, I call and say, just call in the check-in and see how you're doing. I call a day. And I've been, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, at least, yeah. And I've been so encouraged that just about everyone I've called, they say, oh, I've been talking to this person and talking to this oh, person. To and people have been really good about being active to be connected in community. Physically distant, socially connected. That's, that's what we yeah. need. Yeah. That's wonderful. Especially those yeah. folks that are... Um, I mean, some people who live alone really are enjoying this time, but some people mm-hmm. who live alone are really challenged by it. So I, I really feel for yeah. them and want them especially to, to feel connected. I want to I look back at that Acts passage that you lifted oh, yes. up, the Acts 2. Acts two I, I think one of the great things about that is the sharing of what they have and breaking of bread. Um, that one of the things we have been doing and can continue to do as a community is to say, hey, I'm doing okay today. Let me call you and share some of the energy that I have, mm. some of the positivity that I have, because you might not be in a great place, and this might be what you need. 
That's great. Uh, yeah, we're, we're yeah. already finding that resources, physical resources will run out at different times and they, yeah. will, they will come back. Um, my, my wife was shopping at Shaw's two days ago and bought a, I think it's a 10 ounce bottle of actual Purell hand sanitizer. <gasps> she found hand yeah, sanitizer. Yeah, right on the shelf. And, and you're wow. starting to see a lot of physical resources come back. We place such a premium on physical resources that even when we're trying to help someone in church, we'll say, can I cook a meal for you? Can I do right. something? Can I walk the dogs? Can I, you know, just, just wanting to, to interact with, with something that you can touch and feel and see. But, but these gifts are, the yeah. gifts that Jonathan's referencing are so important to share right now. They are so important yeah. to share. Even if you've never shared those kind of gifts before, telling someone about something that made your day or about an experience or a, or a practice that you've taken on or something, I feel like this is a time when we should really be pulling those resources to support one another. Yeah. But I, I love the fact that I could call someone or anyone in the church can call someone else and say, hey, I was praying this morning and your name came up. Mm, yeah. Because in a, in the secular community, can you imagine if I called someone that was in like an orchestra that I'm in, and I would say like I was practicing, and you 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 just came to mind, so I thought I'd call you. I'm like that's creepy. <laughs> why, Please don't do why that. Why would you? And why didn't you text? Yeah. Why did you call me? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. That's not a call worthy. <laughs> but here, because of our our relationships, our connections of faith, that's such an appropriate thing to do. And right. It's, often received with such gratitude and appreciation. Right. And, and we're in a safe place where we're interacting. You know, this is uh, contact between consenting adults who are in yep. already in a loving, familiar relationship through church. It's, it's a mm-hmm. great way to reach out and connect with each other. So I, I feel like these are great days for community, Jonathan. I don't know. Yeah. It's just, and it's, it, it's counterintuitive when yeah. in a time of isolation, the strength of the community has really risen to the fore. It totally has. And not just making masks, although that's great too, but not not just yeah. in, in being helpful in traditional ways of being helpful. I think this opens my heart to the idea that I can be helpful just by by having nothing little conversations with people. I mean, we mm. get around to God's stuff eventually because I'm your pastor, but, yeah. you know, nothing little conversations <laughs> that our lives could go on without them. But by intentionally right. stopping and placing them into the stream of our lives everything gets richer. And that's, we can't yeah. stop that when this is over. That's got to be part of the change. I, I oh, feel. we have to keep it up? Wait a second. <laughs> well, uh, apparently not all of us, Jonathan. <laughs> okay, good. Phew. <laughs> but some of us that might have a future in ministry might want to consider <laughs> keeping on. Yeah, this is just a side hustle until... <laughs> Obviously. Right, right, right. And until that that profession in I don't know what opens up, mm. librarian. I wouldn't even know where to begin. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think of what's the most socially isolating position, uh, like profession oh, that's out there. Yeah, I don't know. Arctic explorer, maybe uh, painter, painter that doesn't oh, exhibit yeah. their work. I can't paint, that... so it's a, it's too far a bridge for me. Right. Yeah. I. I, I feel like praying I'm over no... community. How do you feel? I think I think we're in a yeah. Is there anything else you want to say about this... Acts chapter two or, or Matthew eighteen or? Well, I'll, I'll say yeah. It's since you invited I me, to I I would say that we have been seeing works of awe and wonder, uh, throughout this 
in our in our church communities. Amen. And um, you know, like every time we've done a drive for food or for masks, um, it's not just all the collections that come in, but it's the ways we are able to connect, even briefly through the through you know a car, through our masks, the way That's that right. people are there for each mm-hmm. other. Um, you know, it, it's yeah, it is just really encouraging. And I and we've had some heavier topics on these devotions, and that's okay. But I wanted to to celebrate the way God is working through us and with us as communities. And that and I agree, Charlie, that when this is all over, we need to continue to be deliberate in connecting in those ways. I agree. Yeah, we, it's it's essential. It's it's something that we lost. And I don't know when we lost it. I don't want to go and blame cell phones again. I I just feel like. Somewhere along the lines, we we lost dr- the, just that simple drinking in of each other's experiences and, yeah. and really tra- taking them to heart and and honoring what someone's been through in a way other than just saying I honor what you've been through, you know. Right. I blame the Telegraph the tel- personally. It all went. Yeah. It, it's. Yeah. I think you're right. Well, uh, allegedly yeah. there was public outcry when telephones started getting installed in homes. They said no one will ever leave their home again if they can just pick up a phone and talk to someone. And now look at us. And here we are. So for prayer, mm-hmm. um, I have a, uh, we could do our usual sandwich, um, but I have a, a prayer by Walter Rauschenbusch. An important yeah, he's a Baptist. great guy. Good. An important Baptist. Yeah, he uh, write, wrote a lot about the social, social gospel. Um, he was a pastor at heart and, and served a church in Hell's Kitchen in New York City. Uh, and he, from what I understand, he reluctantly went into academia because he was losing his um, eyesight, mm. I think, and was just, maybe not his eyesight, but his health was going and he knew he couldn't pastor anymore, so went to Interesting. teach. Interesting. Huh. So, uh, but his heart was always for being a pastor to people. He lived from 1861 to 1918. Wow, practically contemporary compared to most of our... Correct. I know. I, th- I decided to go modern, <laughs> to go <laughs> I love it. to get someone a little more yeah current. Um, so I'll I'll start with prayer, and then you can pray, and then I'll close with this prayer from Walter Rauschenbusch. God, we are so thankful for our church communities. We're thankful for the ways that each one has been present for the other for the ways that we listen and, and help and, and offer ourselves. And we're thankful not just for ours, but for all those churches that are doing amazing and wonderful things that are going above and beyond. Those that are, are there for each other, that are trying to help each person and those outside of their communities get through this time. Continue to anoint your church, Lord, individual and universal with your spirit to strengthen us, to give us hope, and to guide us through this time, not alone, but walking side by side and walking with you. Oh Lord, it is good to be together with Jonathan again to think about scripture and about you and about our lives and our respective communities. God, I ask that you would continue to bless them, not only with health and hope, but also with a sense that we are doing what we are meant to do now, that it is not virtual or false, that it is real, that our communion is our communion, that our fellowship is our fellowship, that our worship is our worship. Lord, bless it all in Jesus' name. And from Walter Rauschenbusch.
Lord God, of all times and places, we pray for you, for your church, which is set today amid the perplexities of a changing order and face to face with new tasks. Baptize her afresh in the life-giving spirit of Jesus. Bestow upon her a great responsiveness to duty, a swifter compassion with suffering, and an utter loyalty to your will. Help her proclaim boldly the coming of your kingdom. Put upon her lips the ancient gospel of her Lord. Fill her with the prophet's scorn of tyranny and with a Christ-like tenderness for the heavy-laden and downtrodden. Bid her cease from seeking her own life lest she lose it. Make her valiant to give up her life to humanity that, like her crucified Lord, she may mount the path of the cross to a higher glory through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Man. Boy, what a, uh, what a that prayer. That is so huh? of our moment. I can't even get over it. Isn't that uh, crazy? Offer herself yeah. up. The church offer herself up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, face to face with he's new tasks. Great. Oh, he's so great. Yeah, Rauschenbusch. Okay. Yeah. Hey, people, go look yeah, him please up. Please do. Look up Rauschenbusch. Yeah, Ameri- he taught it. He uh, lived in Rochester That's for right. a while. American Baptists and, and others should should really be happy to have him as a part of the heritage. He's vital. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, Charlie, we, we did it again. We kitchen table spirituality. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Um, how did you like the challah bread? By oh, the way, it was um, a little. Crumbly by the time it got to me, but I'm I'm grateful for it anyway. <laughs> yeah, and, well, you're welcome. And did you? That, that um, is the did definition you get, have, of damning with faint praise, isn't it? Yeah, that really was. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna let that one go. Have you received any samples from any church folks of stuff they're making in, kitchen, no, in their kitchen? Not recently, but Nor that's okay. That's okay. I'm, I've actually rethought that, and I I feel like by the time it gets to you. It, it often would not be the quality that it was when it was first made. So maybe we put that on hold for now. And well, I'm willing to take right. that risk. <laughs> Please send your baked goods to post office. Here we've gone off about community. I haven't gotten one baked good. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. Maybe, th- maybe this okay. is your week, John. Maybe. I, but if not, I really, I'm okay. I'm, I'm really okay. healthy to me. You know, I try. Thank you. Thank you. You You look great. (laughs) (laughs) Folks, continue to be safe. Pray for each other and be well. Amen. Bye.